Welcome to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a 23-year-old mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. So I'm starting this podcast as a way for me to have a place to go where I can express myself freely in hopes that it inspires other people, especially black men, especially black men, to do the same. Um, so studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do or talk about, which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. So with that being said, today we're talking about attachment styles. Um, and it's something I've been talking about a lot on my Instagram uh, something I've been talking about a lot with my friends, my family. And so what are attachment styles? Because for a lot of you, um, you may not, if you're not following me, if you don't, you know, you don't look at my story, you probably don't hear me uh, speaking about attachment styles too much. So what are attachment styles? Or you may not even know what attachment styles are. Attachment styles are the way you form relationships. And there are four different attachment styles. They're basically the way you receive love and give off love. They're the way you form relationships with other people, whether it be romantic, whether it be friendships. Attachment styles help explain how people respond differently when dealing with emotional intimacy, conflict, communication and understanding of needs and emotions, and expectations in a relationship. Just so you guys know, I'm not just making this up. I'm getting this actually from a blog that is written by a trauma-informed therapist. So most of what I'm saying is backed by facts and studies and years of research. Um, and the reason why I say most is because some of what I'm saying is going to be based on my experiences, so it will be opinion. And I'll try to make sure I identify when I'm speaking based on my experiences and not based on some research or studies that I've read. So now that you know what attachment styles are, I guess the question will be, how do we get our attachment styles? And that comes from our parents most of the time. So your earliest attachments with parents or caregivers uh, shape your abilities and expectations for relationships throughout life. And so the way your parents give you love is the way you learn how to give love. And that's that's an opinion of mine, right? It's based heavily on things that I've read, but I really believe that's true. The way your parents love you is the way you learn how to love others. And that is what forms your attachment style. So in essence, attachment styles are passed down from our parents. So it's really important that you understand what your attachment style is because you will be passing it down to your kids if you decide to have kids. So there's four different kinds of attachment styles. There's secure, there's avoidant, there's anxious or insecure, and then there's disorganized. The attachment style you want to aim for is secure. And studies show, specifically a study from Princeton University, it shows that only 60% of adults have a secure attachment style. The other 40% of people fall into the other three attachment styles, which would be avoidant, anxious, insecure, or disorganized. 40% is a big percentage of people. That's not, that's not a small percentage at all. That means that there's a high likelihood that you have an unhealthy attachment style, which plays into the way you develop friendships, romantic relationships, the way you receive love, the way you give love, the way you handle scenarios in your life is very important, at least in my opinion, for you to at least do the work to understand what your attachment style is. Even if you don't want to heal it, which I think you should if you have an unhealthy attachment style, 
do the work to understand what it is and how it's triggered in your life so you understand how to navigate your life. So what I'm going to do is I have an article in front of me that talks about attachment styles. It talks about how you act when you're in when you have a certain attachment style and it talks about uh, what kind of questions you should ask yourself to discover your attachment style. So what I'll do on this on this episode is I'll go through each of the attachment styles and the questions that you should ask yourself in order for you to determine whether or not you have that attachment style. So let's start with a secure attachment. Do you generally feel close to others? Are you comfortable with closeness and also with independence? Do you feel you communicate effectively and resolve conflicts as they arise? Do you feel like you have a fairly stable relationship or relationships? Do you trust your partner? Do you feel safe in being vulnerable with your partner? Now, if you answer yes to all of these questions, then you probably have a secure attachment. If you answer no to some of these questions, then you probably have a mixture of secure attachment with some other attachment style. If you answer no to all of these questions, then you definitely don't have a secure attachment style. In my eyes, in my opinion. All right, so let's move on. These are the questions for the avoidant dismissive attachment style. Do you feel closer to others when you're away from them? Do you feel the urge to pull away when your partner is seeking intimacy? Do you distance yourself from stressful situations or conflict? Do you feel emotionally removed from others? Now, if you answered yes to all of these questions, there's a high likelihood that you have an avoidant or dismissive attachment style. If you answered yes to some of these questions, then you probably have a mixture of an avoidant dismissive attachment style and some other attachment style. If you answered no, to all of these questions, and you probably don't have an avoidant dismissive attachment style. Before I go to the next questions, uh, I want to make sure that people understand that even if you have a unhealthy attachment style, there is a way for you to work towards a healthy or secure attachment style. Don't feel like just because you've answered yes to some of the questions that I've asked about the avoidant dismissive attachment style or some of the questions that I will ask about the other attachment styles, don't feel like you can never get to a secure attachment style you have to do work and it will be um it will be a lot of work depending on where you are at in your healing process but you can definitely work towards a secure attachment style if you have an unhealthy attachment style it's actually called earned secure attachment which means that you work towards it um and it's not it wasn't your primary attachment style not the attachment style that you were given by your caregiver or your parent so all right let's move on Anxious, insecure, or preoccupied attachment. These are these are the questions. And this is also the attachment style that I have. So here are the questions. When you and a loved one disagree or argue, do you feel overwhelmed or extremely anxious? If the other person needs a break, do you pursue them until they give in? Do you feel the need for lots of reassurance in a relationship? If your partner is away, do you question their love for you? So again, if you answered yes to all of these questions, then you probably have an anxious, insecure, preoccupied attachment style. If you answered no to all of these questions, then you probably don't have this attachment style. And if you answered yes to some of these questions, then you probably have this attachment style mixed with some other attachment style, right? And so for me, when I read this blog, which is made by a trauma-informed therapist, when I read these questions, I realized like, wow, okay, these, this, is, this is me. Like not all of them because I, I'm, I'm mixed with some secure attachment, uh, but some of the questions definitely resonated with me and I realized some of my patterns and behaviors and it started to make me think about why I act the way I act when I'm single or when I'm in relationships and why I act the way I act with my friends and, and my family and things like that. So for me, it's, it's, it's very important. It's something that I, 
I, I really am glad that I learned now because there's a lot of people that didn't learn this or that didn't understand what their attachment style was until they were like 50, 60. And by that time, it they have already made all of the important decisions in their life or most of the important decisions in their life um, that were fueled mainly uh, by their attachment style. All right, so moving on. The last attachment style, disorganized, unresolved attachment. So do you crave emotional intimacy? but also feel it's safer to be on your own where you won't get hurt. Was your primary caregiver abusive? Did your primary caregiver show love one minute and abuse the next? So again, if you answer yes to all these questions, then you probably have a disorganized, unresolved attachment style. If you answer no to all these questions, then you probably don't have a disorganized, unresolved attachment style. And if you answered yes to some of these questions, then you probably have this attachment style mixed with another attachment style. Um... And so I wanted you guys to hear those questions to understand the different kinds of attachment styles and understand how they play into the way you think about things. So all of these these attachment styles have different questions and different ways of handling emotions or relationships or friendships. Um, but there's one that probably resonates with you the most. The questions probably resonate with you the most and resonate with the way you think about things the most. And that's probably your primary attachment style. And if it's not secure, then in my opinion, you should work on it and you should understand how it triggers you in different aspects of your life because it does. It does. It programs your subconscious. Your subconscious is programmed by your attachment style. It's how you operate in your day to day life. So I, I really feel like it behooves you to understand it and, and work on it if it's not healthy. Work towards getting to an earned secure attachment style because, again, even if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for if you're going to have kids because it will get passed down to your kids. I always hear people talking about generational wealth. Um, and I hear people talking about generational, generational trauma and generational curses as well, but I don't ever hear people identify what a generational curse or trauma looks like. And this is what generational trauma looks like. If you have an unhealthy attachment style, that is generational trauma. That is a generational curse. Um, a lot of our parents weren't able to go to therapy or weren't able to work on their mental health. And now we have the opportunity to do that, we being millennials. So I think it's important for us to take those opportunities that we have now to work on our mental health so that we're not passing down this trauma to our kids. And so that's why, you know, that's why I spent the time to understand what my attachment style is and come up with a plan so that I can work on getting to an earned secure attachment because I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about my kids, man. I don't have any kids right now, but I'm just thinking about when I do have kids, I don't want them to, to grow up feeling insecure about themselves just because I was insecure about myself and I didn't do anything about it. What kind of father would I be if I did that? I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I don't want I'm not, to, I'm not bashing anybody else. Uh, if they haven't, you know, worked on themselves or if they choose not to work on themselves, I'm just talking about myself here. You know, I just I just feel like me being a dad at some point in time, it comes with a certain level of responsibility um, and a certain level of, of accountability and a certain standard that I have to hold myself to. And if I want to make sure that I raise my kids the right way, I need to make sure that I'm properly healed so I can give them the love and the nurturing and the support that they need in order for them to, you know, make it through life and become successful at whatever it is that they want to embark on. So for me, that's why I do it. That's what makes the healing worth it because I just don't want to pass down generational trauma. I don't want to pass down trauma to my kids. That's what's most important to me right now. And I know that may sound weird because I'm only 23. I don't have kids yet, but that's what I think about when I think about my healing, when it's tough for me, 
when I'm like, yo, why do I continuously have to heal from things? I think, dang, do you want to pass this down to your kids? No, you don't. So keep going. And everybody has their own different motivations, but that's what motivates me to continue with my process. So hopefully I've sparked enough interest in you to go and research what your attachment style is, to do the critical thinking necessary to understand what your attachment style is and come up with a plan to heal from that attachment style. There's a good blog that I read where I got the questions from. It's called Brickle and Associates. That's B-R-I-C-K-E-L and associates.com. They have a nice blog where they talk about a lot of different trauma-related and therapy-related topics. There's also a good YouTuber called New Mindframe, N-U Mindframe. Um, she's a woman. She talks about attachment styles, how to heal, how to remother yourself, how to reparent yourself. In the further episodes, I'll talk about those things too and talk about my self-care plan and what I've been doing to take care of myself and, and heal from my attachment style to a more earned, secure attachment. That's it for this episode. If you like what you heard or you feel like it could help somebody, please share and subscribe. As always, we're going to leave you off with a song or a snippet from a video that we found interesting. So here's Pole by Mellow Mills. <laughs> Hold on, whoa, the bitches they just come to toes. How you expect they ask me come down? All the critics jacking my 